Welcome back to Time for Heroes podcast. This week's guest is Del O'Reilly. Del comes from the same area as myself and has recently started his own podcast called the Celtic Supporters Podcast, which you can find on YouTube. We spoke about the podcast as well as growing up in Muir House in Motherwell, starting the Bullfrog football team, Dell's charity work and also starting the KTCSC amongst other things. As usual at the end, we picked his heroes to come for a dinner party. Hope you enjoy the episode and there'll be another one soon. Cheers Dell for coming on to the podcast. I just let not a problem, mate. Not a problem at all. Um, if anybody doesn't know you, you're a Muirhouse legend. Um, everybody in Muirhouse knows you. <laughs> um, go that far, but... Oh, I the day, man. You're um, always catching the bullfrog, um, whether it's doing karaoke or the Celtic Supporters Club or playing for the bullfrog yourself before they were that disbanded. So... Just start off with growing up in Muirhouse and what that was like and how you think that's kind of shaped you. I had a brilliant upbringing, mate. Um, stayed in this game 34 in my, my 39 years in Earth. So, um, love the place, loved it, grew up to- totally, totally different now to where it was back then. When you chap the neighbours' doors for power cards and get tick mm. off the tally and everybody knew everybody and it was a brilliant place to grow up and kind of kind of gets a bad rep, didn't it? But if it's where your fate's where your fame, mate. So yeah. I loved it, mate. I still get my ch- childhood friends for for it was an party. They knew still run about with all the same boys. Um, I I thought it was a great place growing up, mate, and unfortunately. My next moves away again. I'm actually moving away again, mate. I never thought I would, but right. pastures new, so it's just time to go, mate. Me get the flat and back in front door, and aye, I, I new start, hell. mate. I'm looking forward to it, but that's it. Once you get a family, you kind of you end up you outgrowing the place, don't you? And that's the same. I'm up in Coltness now, because. Um, we couldn't get a big enough house in your house or Meriton, so you're not in Coltness. So it's a bit of pain in the arse being kind of out the way, people, but with other things, it's kind of, it's good to have a wee bit of distance as well. Aye, aye, it's, my missus was a bit sceptical about it, but as you say, my family and that, and I've been in this flat for seven years or so now, so come the summer, even that, mate, it's just, it's, it's depressing when when you're in there and you can't get out the boys can't get out the back and all that so aye, right. listen it's 10 minutes up the road and I've got family up there as well so I am looking forward to it mate I'm looking forward to a wee fresh start I'm, I'm ready for it nah you'll be fine so obviously coming from your house always had a brilliant reputation for footballers I thought um, with the majority of them kind of coming from kind of like your group of friends really, like all the ones for the Timbers, what a football team they had. Um, Aye. So do you want to kind of touch on that, like why you think such a kind of group of friends were also good? Because 
Every man uses a brilliant player, I thought. I was actually talking about this the other day with my dad, funny enough, because I was there watching the rain playing against a team for Hamilton and they got absolutely battered after them. I think, I think it's my biggest luck, mate, or we, we, we never had a ball away for a few, say, growing up, we had Stevie Pearson, Stephen Hughes, Steph McDonald, myself, and all guys, Scott and Cheesy, Mark Glenn, just all, all local boys, Johnny Henry, and I think sometimes you just land lucky and you just get a, a, a crowd of boys that can kick a ball. Luckily enough, at, at Netherdale, which was a, the local community team, um, Des McNulty and all that played with him as well, the older ones, my dad ran it. So it was just a fantastic setup, mate. And Danny Gatons, and we had the hut down there, if you remember it, with the pool tables. And that, that, different days now, mate, different days. And took us abroad all the time and as you say we were we were all close so I think that played a massive factor in it that mm. we were all good pals so on the, on the park you were one to one not just for yourself but you were playing with all your mates so Aye. that just gave you that wee bit extra talent, talent wise was was phenomenal running about her back when it years oh, ago I, it was unbelievable and I always look at the, the guys that never made the guys that never made it man mm. I always look at Shavi. I think Shavi might be big. Shavi, big, uh, big Shavi was a fantastic football player when he was a boy. By the way, mm. absolutely fantastic. And one of my mates, Higgy, he was at Sally Cup. He was maybe fourteen or something. Higgy, brilliant player. Steph McDonald, mm-hmm. one of the best football players I've played with. Aye, and it just it just kind of followed on me into the bully and again. <laughs> Playing with guys like Bert McMaster, Philip McCauley, William Weir, and all guys that all stay within two or three minutes each other. It's it's weird. It's weird for a wee a wee tune, a wee place like Motherwell and Netherton that yeah. so many good football players come out of it, you know what I mean? Aye, it's mental, man. It's me- mental to just hint that much talent. And um, if you could go to the guys playing for the Bullfrog at the same time as well. But I mean the Bullfrog had Quite a bit of success in the short time you were gone, didn't you? Aye, well, we, we started it in uh, 2004, mate, and that was only last February we packed it in, so it was 16 years we were on right. it, which is, which is quite good going for a pub team, but I think when we finished up, um, it, it was in excess of 20 trophies anyway, mate. Mental, mate. Um, Seven or eight league titles in a row, Scottish Cup finals, West of Scotland finals, not that. So, aye, that was that was a brilliant time, mate. That was probably my my best time playing football. But I, I outweighed the boys' club stuff, probably because I get a wee bit older, aren't you? When you're playing amateur football, and you can enjoy the aftermath and aye. have a wee party and that. And as you say, I had uh, I was still kind of tinkering about with the DJing and that so I was always the kind of entertainment after the games and that so I, I played probably 9-10 years out of 16 and it was it was fantastic mate it was brilliant it was kind, it was kind of similar to the boys club because all mm. local boys again and a few boys from Netherdale Johnny Henry Gary Reynolds so aye, aye, aye brilliant 
brilliant, brilliant time, mate. Loved it. So, I mean, because you took a, you took quite a following as well when you went played away and things like that. You said like a, a crowd of folk would come, come and watch. Um, Aye. I heard you on a podcast the other night. I think it was with one of your own podcast. I think the boy was talking about he scored a goal for the halfway line. Is that right? <laughs> Big Joe Lord, I was talking to. I think I, I think I've mentioned that a few times because I don't score many goals. So the halfway line man was a good man. Uh, it was just another. It was just another rough Sunday, mate. I was on the bench and I didn't really want to play. And uh, Bonnie Ford, who was the manager for about 10, 11 years, mm-hmm. put me on. And uh, the ball just dropped in the halfway line, mate. And I just, I just couldn't be arse running. I was, I was done. I was just done. So. I just put the old right peg right through it, mate, and chipped the keeper. Um, aye, so aye, that was that was one of my my limited amount of goals I scored, but that's <laughs> not really that's not really what folk might remember me about. Anyway, he's playing football, so I bet yeah, there's a bit of a loose cannon on the football part, mate. To be honest with you, ah, does it? There's nothing up with that, mate. What position did you play? Oh, I've been asked this numerous occasions. Um, the bullfrog, I was a kind of play anywhere kind of guy, mate. I played, I played in goals, right? A hell of a lot, but initially I was always a fullback, mate. I was always a right back, um, and as I got older, I kind of played centre forward, centre half, and goals, mate. Just, just whatever Bonnie felt he needed me on the day, mate, or less, and whatever guys turned up because it's a pub league, mate. So. Right. You never know what you're walking into in that dressing room, mate. You've either got the big games, everybody's on the ball, and the kind of lesser teams, everybody's either rough or fucking <laughs> no turning up. You know what I mean? So, aye, I was a wee bit of a Jackie Oldridge, mate, but I was always kind of, if I'm asked the question, I always kind of see a full back, a right back. Right. That's, I mean, I've played um, three games or something in the last two years with the. The work we we get like an eleven a size team with the work, um, all right. And I play I, I play at left back, um, which I don't think I've done a bad job left back. But see, watching that World Cup, see, watching that wee boy for Italy, the left back, and I'm kind of like, I, I ah can, yes, I uh, spin his over. Ah, he's up there. Ah, he's went injured himself, but uh, he's up. Um, in the opposition box and all that, pinging shots and things like that. And I'm like, I can't get here the halfway line as a fullback. I, I wouldn't dream of being up there. Um, but I was, I, I I mean, was like that when I was younger. But no, no so much now, mate. But when I was younger, I was as fit as a fiddle because I'd done, uh, I was a long distance runner at school and all. So right. when I played right back, I was like a, I was like a whippet. You know what I mean? Because I'm built outside of a pencil. So, Mm. I was nine, nine, nine. Amy, my fitness was always good, so not so much now, right enough. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I mean, I still play five sides, you know. I, I kind of, I enjoy it, man. And they're changing my shifts at work and all that. It's, I think I'm going on the night shift um, next month, and mm-hmm. I'm gutted because I won't be able to play football. Um, so I don't know what I'm, I'm. I'm looking for a Sunday league or something because I need to do something. 
But, um... I, I, I miss it all the time, mate. But I've made that many comebacks and mm. I've had terrible, terrible injuries in my early, early years ligaments in my ankles, broke my ankle, ligaments, my knees, and all that. So, and any time I get back, it's very, very short lived because my, my legs just gee up, man, because I've got fucking Aye. legs like a spar, I know what I mean. This is the thing as well, you, you kind of, I don't know if it's just kind of guys your age as well, you don't want to admit that you're getting old, don't you know, you kind of, you want ah, to keep going as mean, long as you can. I know, and you would love to, but listen, you see, you see amateur guys playing into their, their 50s, I, I played in the over 35s league, when I kind of finished up with the bully and I dipped my toe in the water with that, and I played against a guy for Hamilton, I think it was Edelwood we played against, mm-hmm. and he absolutely schooled me, mate. I was 35 at the time, and um, after the game I said to him, what, what age are you, mate? He said, 53, and he absolutely ran. He never moved to the centre circle, mate, just a, just a brilliant, brilliant football player. The, the over 35s is good, mate. It's a very, mm-hmm. very, very high standard, but it's a good, good standard. Aye, because the legs might not be there, but still get the brain, haven't they? So. <clears throat> Aye, that's it, mate. And the, the, you don't need to run about if you're a proper football player and you can read again well. You see guys just sitting at the back, they don't move at their 18 yard box, and guys will sit in the middle of the park. And then if you've got a couple of young bucks at 35 that have got a bit of legs in them, it works. Mm. Played against some really, really quality sides at that at that level, so I did. So, kind of touching on football and kind of helping with helping with guys' mental health, really, didn't it? Obviously, with the bullfrog, you had a couple of kind of incidents or players. Um, I don't know if you want to kind of touch on that in any way. And, because she's done a lot of charity work for it as well. Aye. Um, obviously, with two guys that played with us, um, uh, PG Aiton, goalkeeper, who lost his life. He was only 20, 23, I think Paul was, through suicide. Um, John Fowler, 18 months previous to it. I think John was 26, maybe. <clears throat> suicide as well, mate. So it's... Um, Something very, very close to the club, especially in the pub. But uh, I, Chris's house, mate, we done a big, a big charity event for um, after PG passed away, and kind of coincided with Fowler stuff as well, and raised about five and a half, six grand. So <coughs> it's something in our community that's that's no. it's rife, mate, and there is there is help out there, but. I don't. I don't think there's enough, and that that that's no. Uh, that's no me trying to downgrade or speak bad about NHS or doctors or anything like that. Obviously, the pandemic and that, but it's just it's just happening too often, mate. It's happening far far too much. Um, it's good to talk. I, I keep in touch. You like you don't see your pals a lot, mate, but it's a thing. You should always keep in touch with them, whether it be a text message, a phone call, anything at all. And I've, I've, I've not done as much recently regarding the, the charity stuff, but with the podcast, um, myself and Hoggy, I've kind of touched base with Chrissy's house. So we're going to try and 
promote it and make them a kind of main charity mm-hmm. and hopefully do an, a, an annual thing through the through the podcast I started, mate. So I'll, I'll be dipping my toe back in the water very soon. Hopefully go up and get a meeting with the guys up at Chrissy's house. But uh, other than nice. that, it's just it's a place I like talking about. And if there's any young ones, or in fact, not even young ones, it doesn't matter what age you are. Oh, can touch you, <clears throat> uh, if you do need to talk, pick a phone up. They're there 24-7, mate. Anne and that who run the place are absolutely phenomenal. So pick a phone up and just don't think you're alone, know what I mean? And have a wee think about family and friends and people around about you. And I don't know why I speak about what's going on in people's heads because I don't know, but I do know there's people there to help. So. Uh, well, I, I, I know personally I, do. Chrissy's house are helping one of my friends who, uh, one of my pals that are, that are hold close to my heart there, helping him, he's speaking to them on a weekly basis. Um, we had struggles and it's it's helped them dramatically. So I think they're brilliant with the day. Obviously, our charity events, we are fit a team. They all go to Chrissy's house as well. So it's a... It's a big thing that touches, touches, it touches the full community. And I know a lot of people think it's kind of young men in a certain age group, but I've heard the older guys as well that have, that have kind of succumbed to it as well. So it, it has something that needs to be uh, talked about. And these, I think the podcasts are brilliant for it, for kind of raising awareness. I'd like to uh, have... Yeah, right. mate, they're really good. Hopefully in the coming weeks, um, I was on a, a call last night with a couple of my pals who are kind of trying to help push the podcast on a wee bit, mate, and um, just a bit speaking to folk. But obviously my stuff goes on to, on to YouTube, so intro music and videos and putting the links up for my, my Facebook page and all that kind of stuff because I've not got a scooby, mate. I've not got a clue, so... Hopefully that's the kind of thing we can put a wee Chrissy's house hang up and we're doing an interviews and a phone number and stuff like that, mate. Every, every little helps. Every mm-hmm. little helps. As well as that, for the Bullfrog, you start at the Cairn Tierney Celtic Supporters Club. When was that? Three years ago. And that runs through the Bullfrog Aye. as well. So what was the thinking behind that? Sorry. It was, it was just... There was a lot, loads of people from, from your house, um, kind of Flemington area, Netherton, and they were all going on buses, including myself, like Stevenson, Wishaw, uh, Bells Hill, just all, all, all kind of local areas. But obviously, Kieran came to prominence in the team, and where I'm being a local boy, it was, I think it was actually just a kind of drunken conversation. Myself, Barney Roy, mm. Jerry McClellan. Big Joe Ward, Hoggy and all the boys, and then it just kind of came to fruition, and it's it was the best thing we've done, mate. I, I, I don't go on it as much now. I can take the car with the wee man now, but um, obviously with Kieran being local, all the guys want to get a bus together, and it, it just it kind of happened overnight, mate, and it happened very, very quickly before we knew it. We were mm-hmm. selling merchandise and knocking back guys for memberships and but it's a fantastic bus mate and big Tony in the pub look after us and big Frankie before him and the McFalls and that so 
Aye, it's been good, mate. I'm, I'm delighted I started it, man. So that's what I mean. It's just another kind of string to your bow. I, I, I know, mate. I, I, I don't know. I just seem to start things and then, then, I, <laughs> then I, I tend to bolt, to be honest with you, and leave, leave the other boys to run it. But I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm just a kind of... I'm a Muirhouse boy and I'm a, I'm a community boy, so any, anything I can do to make it just that wee bit better, then I'm, I'm happy to do it, mate, whether I walk away at the end. It's just it's something that I can Aye. say I've done. I started the most, probably the most successful pub amateur football team that's come out of Muirhouse and I've left the, the, the KT bus and very capable hands with a big on that so I mean it's got it's got it's something good to look back on in in years to come and Aye. I love and, it. I and love that's the thing I mean your boys will end up on that bus when once you're older so although you're no Hopefully, although you're no on it the now or whatever as as the boys get old enough and you you can sack them sack their, the car and get on the bus you know I, it's I do I do I do take the wee man and in the odd occasion, but uh, mm. it's quite a it's quite a mad basket, to be honest with you. No, I can imagine. No, any, no any badness or nothing. Absolutely brilliant bus. Families on it. The Ward families, sisters, Big Joe and kids and Barry brings his daughter Abby. I take Rory. So, but the midweek games and uh, the Rangers games are, are mm. different gravy, mate. <laughs> different gravy, man. Honestly. But it's brilliant. Love it, mate. Absolutely love it. Mm. I can mind... Um, can you mind the Stone Roses? Mine got to see Stone Roses at Hamden and we got... I think you... Aye. Did I DJ in the pub before that? I don't... I don't know. We all went to... We were all at Martin Duffy's beforehand. And then I think you... I think you had booked a bus for coming back. Because I was going to get the bus with you. Then. I ended up... And the that, Did you all go to... That? I think that was the one. I'm sure we all went to. Was that an old Glasgow Green one, no? No, the Hamden one. The Hamden one we went aye. to Duffy's and um, Big Duffy's. Big Duffy's, you're right, mate. Aye, aye, that, aye, that was right. some crap yeah, as well. That was a good carry on. And there was a. Aye, know, must have been close to 30, is it that? Aye, easy, mate. Easy. I'm, I'm missing the old gigs, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I, I listened to your interview with with Des and, and Jamie Keenan the day actually well I was just thinking about the house so I'm actually maybe got to try it. I don't know if there's still tickets left for Jamie's gig at the I'm sure it's all 2 isn't it in mm. August September uh, I'm going to that uh, August, August the 20th I think it is aye uh, I'm dying to get back mate I'll maybe have a wee look then that's a wee a wee catch up mate I'll jump mm-hmm. in with you aye Aye, that'd be brilliant. I'm trying to think the last time I went to La Fontaine's, I bumped into Steph McConnell. What I care about what I care him and his missus, aye, but he was blitzed and he was, uh, he said that he'd been shouting at Jamie outside because Jamie wouldn't sign an autograph, so he was... some boys there. Steph, man, absolute fucking legend. I love him, he bitch, man. So... Um, the podcast then, let's get on to the podcast. Where did the um, where did the idea for that come about? Was this just you sitting bored one day and I know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have a crack at this. Hi mate, just just my usual mate, my head works fucking constantly, whether it be 
work, Fitba, Wayne's, just whatever my heat's full of wee motors, mate. I, I struggle to I struggle to stop and I always need to be doing something. But mm-hmm. um mate, the, the main reason was mate was just I don't mind, I don't like to say too much about other podcasts, but um it's all the same, mate. All the Celtic mm-hmm. stuff's all the same. In the last, obviously, with the pandemic, I, I watch podcasts constantly, all day, every day, man. Um, Open Goal, James English, and Bits and Bobs. So, just the same crap, mate. The same moaning, the same the same patter, the, just the same everything. So, my podcasts are mere based on stories and going to the game and the origins of the supporters clubs and mm-hmm. funny stories and Seville and just stuff like that, a wee bit more light-hearted and don't like to go in too much to the FIPA side of on on my interviews that I'm going to be doing but mm-hmm. me and Big Hoggy are also um, going to be doing a Facebook Live um, post-match this season as well just maybe a wee 15-20 minute segment on Facebook uh, that'll, that'll give the podcast a wee boost as well but Aye. it's been going well mate I enjoy it, I enjoy talking so and I think I've found a wee niche because there's no many podcasts if there is any that are doing what I'm doing in regards to speaking to supporters clubs and Aye. no just generally talking about FIPA and Celtic and how shite we are all the time because that's ah, all I've heard for the last day. Ah, there's plenty of that in about. Aye, hundreds of it, mate. There's content about it all over the place. And even on Facebook and that, which I wouldn't be on if I wasn't doing the, the podcast because I'm, I'm not really big on social media, to be honest with you. But mm. it's all the, the, the people on there write exactly the same shit that people talk about. So aye, I just fancy trying something different, mate. And it's, it's took half reasonably well uh, I mean it's not been gone long I think I kind of found it about a month ago and you get what you get five episodes aye, already I think I've done I've done five or six I think I've done five mate I can't remember I've done Big Hoggy Frankie Jazz The Ward Boys and Karen I five mate so I it's only been gone for five weeks mate and I think I'm here kind of 3,000 views or something just in mm-hmm. a month so there's de- there's definitely something in it but uh, as I said I had a phone call with a couple of good pals last night who are a wee bit mere clued up just regarding equipment and mm-hmm. video editing and intro music and that kind of stuff which can maybe talk to you about Afpod as well you know what I mean but I am, I'm enjoying it mate and just looking to get um, some more guests on and mm-hmm. hopefully it's definitely kind of definitely kind of caught my interest. I kind of it was next door neighbour says to me about it. She says, "Oh, you, you seen Wee Dell's podcast?" I'm like, "Dell who?" She's like, "Dell O'Reilly." And I'm, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to message him and literally, I don't know when the last time I spoke to you. Probably that Stone Roses. Thing and I went into my messenger Aye, and the first probably, name that came up Aye. on my messenger was was you. And I thought that's funny. Aye. Um, so I for then so that's about a month ago I started watching and um, I think it's nice because it's it's different people that you've 
I've never heard any of these people in any other podcast, so it's nice to hear different voices, different takes ah, on yeah, things. That's it, and that's that, that's the thing we getting away from what the other guys are talking about because it, they're constantly repeating themselves and talking about the, the same shit all the time. So if I can obviously interview a different person every week or every fortnight going forward, that's the plan. Then you're, you're never going to hear the same stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's new content every single interview. Um, I actually messaged Des McNulty, I think. I think Des is going to come on when he's got a bit of time as well. So I oh, just really try like and it. keep it... Just try to keep it... Um, variety, I think, is key, mate, on podcast, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. no, no repeating yourself, which is why I had the phone call last night as well, just for a couple of wee different ideas. Because I've, I've watched them back, and obviously I was fucking blazing in a few of them, so... Um, <laughs> Me and Big Hog here. I think if you're wanting to make a proper go at me, you need to do it professionally. Aye. I've I done it I done it kicking off as a hobby and just something that I thought a wee couple of a week I would quite enjoy. But it's why you just because you've got a wee bit of a fan base and, and people are aye, like, aye. see if you don't bring a podcast out for like a, two or three weeks or whatever, you get folk messaging you moaning about it and all that, where's the podcast? That you've been doing, why you've been doing it. So, yeah. Aye, that's it. I think it's just, just all about kind of st- staying relevant, isn't it? And not going to have the same stuff all the time, try to change it up a wee bit. And I think I was on a call last night for about three years. So, just bouncing off ideas off the likes of yourself and people I know. So, I am looking forward to where it goes, mate. As I say, I'm moving house. So, we've got a wee man cave hopefully built. Probably next spring and uh, get a proper wee set up, mate, my wee desk and that, and get folk into the interview because I'm big on the the face to face stuff, mate. I'm assuming that's all right, but I've been doing it for the last 18 months. Um, We'll see the hang I see because you started off with a face to face interviews as well. I think that's half the battle, see, because I started all this September, so it was. Right in the middle of lockdown, so I thought I would just do Zoom. And now I'm that way where I should be doing face-to-face interviews, but because I've not done it, I'm kind of, it's a bit of a kind of freak out about it, you know what I mean? It's like out of the comfort zone, so I'll get around to it. Aye, I I prefer it. Aye, listen, mate, it's much better. As I say, a few few of the ones I've done, the one I've done with the words and that was, was a wash it, but Mm. The, the, the feedback's even good sitting having a pint because you're kind of I think the, the kind of people that are watching are guys like me and you guys who grew up and, so, guys who grew up in skiing and all that and then I'm expecting that sort of interview when I, I tune into your podcast so it doesn't kind of it doesn't phase me in any way and I'd imagine the aye, rest of the kind of audience would be the same I think if you have a couple of share bits, I know I do, I come out my share a bit more and I talk a bit more shite, but funnily enough, the, the interview I'd done with Karen last week, um, when I had a cola, the, the, the feedback on that was phenomenal. More so for my mum my and my missus, not right enough, because I was not swearing and <laughs> fucking acting like a nugget, you know what I mean? But 
Aye, it's, it's, it's just it's, it's your comfort zone, mate. And for me, obviously, a, a big shout out to Tony Reynolds, who, who lets me use the bully, which is half the battle having a venue than who. Um, it's like sitting with your mate in the pub, mate. Aye. And after five or ten minutes, you're talking about Celtic and you forget the cameras on. So mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, be, you'll be sound at it, mate. You'll be the bother at it. Well, I, I mean, I don't think I would, um, even if I'd done the face-to-face interviews, I don't think I would be um, using YouTube. I think I'd still be putting my note on Spotify and things like that. So I wouldn't need to worry about cameras and shit like that. But um, I, I think I'd be fine. It's, it's just the gone and doing it the initial, like the first time. That's what it is. Aye, that's that's the thing. But just get get somebody close to you, a good pal, or whoever's got a good story, and mm. it makes it that wee bit easier. And listen, if you're going to be doing it in the house or whatever, I, I can I can speak to the guys in the pub and off you want to do it in there. Know what I mean? Aye, aye. It's maybe something for me to look at going forward. Uh, just before we go, then the obviously the, the podcast called Time for Heroes. And what we do is we pick four heroes. Well, I I don't think I told you. Pick four heroes to come for dinner. Um, So four heroes. And as well as that, you need to tell me what you're cooking for dinner as well. I heard that on on Desi's today, so I kind of half knew. You told me this yesterday, so I've kind of wrote down because I'm struggling. But obviously my, my, my passion and... Is, is Celtic and, and sport in general. So my first one would be Billy McNeil. Right. I, I was I was tinkering between that and Larson because Larson I've seen him and he is my hero. But my big Billy mate, just obviously with the the golden era and mm-hmm. speaking to him about the sixties and seventies and sixty uh, seven and all that kind of stuff, Lisbon line stories and that. So. Aye, big Billy McNeil, mate, my first one. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant, because, I mean, they guys, I think any Lisbon Lions better than any other Celtic player because of the stories that they tell you. They always will be, wouldn't they? You know what I mean? I've got, uh, I don't know if you've seen my Facebook a couple of weeks ago with the news of Bertie Old, and I put a picture of my wee boy up with Bertie Old. I did, mate. Uh, I did. I, I've, I've got one here, Rory, with him, I know, actually. They just, the Waynes don't realise who they're, who they're wearing. They don't realise how much these guys mean to us. And, like, the Wayne was, like, uh, raging that we couldn't be photo-taking. But, uh, I think they guys, man, you can't beat them. Lucky to be in a room with Big Billy, certainly. Uh, right, my next one. I'll go I'll go with my, 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 fil- my film one. Quentin Tarantino, mate. Right. Absolute legend, man. Mm. I don't know how many times I've watched his films constantly. Pulp Fiction's always in my top three all time, but I just think the guy is an absolute genius and slightly fucking off his head. Oh, are you bonkers? I'm not slightly. He is off his head. <laughs> um, I, would, I would love to be in a room with him, man, just to... Just to see what came out of his mouth, because mm. he seems like a bit of a loose cannon and it doesn't seem to be all there, but an absolute genius of a filmmaker. Genius, mm. man. So is Pulp Fiction your favourite? 
Aye. Possibly, mate. Aye. Aye. I um, like Jackie Brown. I don't, I don't love Jackie Brown, mate, but know what I watched the other night, which is phenomenal as well, and Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Ah, what a, a movie, film. man. Ah, it's a good film. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's made a bad film. No, well, that's the thing. Any film I've seen him, they, they kind of, your grip for the start, you, you kind of need to watch it all the way through Aye. to kind of, um, to understand it. So he's got you hooked right I for the can start. Watch Pulp. Aye, I can watch Pulp Fiction for start to finish, mate, and say every single word through the full film. But mm. I just love the way, I love the way his films are broke down in chapters and, it's not a, a start to finish story that it, it's all broke up and it's it's totally different to what anybody else does in the film industry. Well, that's it. And I love the guy. Mate. See, like kind of growing up and watching films when you're young, and then kind of the first time you kind of see a Tarantino film and you're kind of like, oh, this is completely different from how I've watched any other film. Aye. So it's a different way to watch a film. Aye, it's it's brilliant, man. The guy's Aye. a genius. I've wrote three down here, man, because I don't know. Um, I'll go with my music one, but mm-hmm. uh, Liam Gallagher for me, mate. All day, every day, any day. Just mm-hmm. Oasis are my favourite band. They always have been from his fucking first, second year at school whenever definitely maybe came out in 1994, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, just love the guy's aura, mate. He's... He's a rock star, isn't he? He's, he's, he's controversial. He's just the, one of the best front men the British Isles will ever see. I think he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's just interesting. He, he, he speaks without thinking, which has probably got him into a bit of trouble in the past. Now, obviously, what's happened to his brother and that. But I just love the guy, mate. He's my, he's my music idol, without mm-hmm. being the most talented singer in the world. He's the I type of guy, if he, see if he walks into a room, kinda, he's got everybody's attention. You know what I mean? He, he, uh, doesn't, uh, kinda, he doesn't need to kind of work for it. He's just that kind of godlike kind of status. And, he is, mate. He is, mate. Um, he's, he's, he's phenomenal, man. And I had, I had a chance to meet him. I've, I've not met him yet. Been in seen Oasis and all that hundreds of times, but... We went to the, the Stone Roses in Manchester um, and they'd done their comeback. And mm-hmm. I think it was just kind of around about this, this, the same year as Hamden and all that kind of carry on. They went down to, I think it was maybe Heaton Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got the bus in the way home on the Sunday morning, I think, or the Monday morning. And a car pulled up with Black Tooth Windies and the side door opened and it was Liam Gallagher. Mm-hmm. I think Big Duffy and that were there. Ah, did but Giles was... not get his photo taken or something? Possibly sure Giles. Giles was there, mate. Uh, Chrissy Russell and that, but I was absolutely spooked at my tree, man. <laughs> um, Lying up the back of the bus. Because uh, I just went out and got a selfie and I was just, i never done it and I've fucking regretted it every day since, man. But Aye. fingers crossed, mate. Ho- well, hopefully one day. Well, this is how you need to. Uh, you need to make sure this podcast gets famous so that you can kind of meet him at some sort of that's it, ceremony mate. or something. Aye, that's it, mate. I'll get, I'll get him on for a shite talk about Man City and Selic. Aye. Um, the other thing with, with Liam as well, the other thing that's good about Liam is that he has no, you know what I mean? 
his nose kind of, I don't know what's aye, happened. Listen, he's, he's changed, hasn't he? He's kind of... He's a... Aye. Uh, he's a music genius, mate, hasn't he? But... Aye. But if, he's forgot about the fans, I, I think. Aye, I don't know, mate. And I obviously don't know the fucking guy personally. And you probably don't know half as much as what's been owned between the two of them is, is how how the media portray it, you know what I mean? Obviously, spats on social media and the fallout and hitting each other with guitars and all that, but I think for two brothers to know have spoke or seen each other for that long, um, with, with their mother also trying to push them together, uh, it's, it's got to have been something big, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. really big that you, may, you maybe don't know as much as you think you do, but I, mate, I, for think the fans. Of, I think a lot of it just seems to be a day with the wife. His wife kind of... See, for me, it's... Life's too fucking short, mate, for, for grudges. And mm. you, we're all, we're all, all going to fight with people, mate, but at the end of the day, we're getting in a big fucking wooden box and no coming back, so... Uh, life's too short for grudges, mate. Enjoy it fucking love your mates, love your family and crack on if you fall out, shake cons and go for a pipe, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's that simple to me, but... Mate, that's mad. See that wee me. bit there, I'm going to clip that out and put it at the end of the podcast. That's going to be a brilliant way to end us. You statement. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> uh, what if I go one there? No, you, listen, uh, you, can have, you can have your next two. I just fire them both out. Never go, but no, I've got Billy McNeil, Quentin Tarantino, Liam Gallagher. Is it all? Mm-hmm. Is it four? Four, but if you've got five, we'll just have yeah. the five. I have got five, mate, because I don't do fat by film, golf, boxing, and music, just because that's my five things. Uh, Tiger Woods and Ricky Hatton, mate. Right. So. Tiger Woods, Ricky Hatton, man. Well, that's good. You get Ricky Hatton, mate. William Gallagher, so you know they two are going to get on anyway. Um, I, I was my kind of hang, I and obviously Man City fans and that, but I was a, I'm a massive boxing fan, UFC and that, but Hatton was just, I, it was just a phenomenon when he started, wasn't he? And the way the way he boxed, I loved. Um, obviously, his two defeats and all that, and but where he's come back for as well. Obviously, he's had a lot of issues himself, isn't he? So. I loved him, mate. And you see his social media stuff and all that, and when he's in holiday, and he just looks like brilliant, brilliant crack to be about. Um, aye, so him and, him and Woods, mate, the best golfer of all time. I didn't have you done as a golfer, I Aye, aye, mate, I don't play as regular as I used to. I used to play two or three times a week with, with my mates, Jamie and that, but probably lucky for maybe play five or six games a year now, mate, just right. what commitments and stuff, but I see me, I see me have picked, other than Billy McNeil, all fucking mental cases, I don't know if that's the case that about me. <laughs> I, I don't know, it does, mate, it does. As I say, anything that uh, knows you, that's my five, mate, that sounds like a good one, you can come at all, since you've done the podcast, right? Magic, so, and, and what are you, what is it you're cooking this in? I'm quite a dab hand in the kitchen, even though I don't cook that much because the missus does it. But uh, what am I cooking, man? Fucking fajitas, mate. Fajitas. 
Right. Magic. That'll do. And if yeah. any of them are veggies or that, but Des was talking about then, they'll fucking go hungry, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's brilliant, man. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, I appreciate it, mate. It was good. Enjoyed it, mate. It's Thanks brilliant having that kind of someday for your local area on your podcast. It's nice to have people like us on. Um, aye, so. aye, good, mate. And every little helps, mate, and promoting it and stuff. And I'll maybe tie in with you uh, in the next week or so about some mm-hmm. podcast stuff. I might pick your brain out, your brain a bit, mate, right? Aye, certainly. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Time for Heroes podcast. If you would like to get in touch, the best way is on the Facebook page, Time for Heroes podcast, or on Instagram at Time for Heroes podcast, or Twitter at Time for Heroes P1, or drop me an email at Time for Heroes pod at gmail.com You'll find Time for Heroes on all podcast platforms including Spotify, Apple, Google and Amazon. Please leave a review where you can, share with others and more importantly, enjoy. Life's too short for grudges mate, enjoy it. Fucking love your mates, love your family and crack on if you fall out, shake cons and go for a pipe.
chance.